You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Rush After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Rush After Show. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us here at AfterBuzz TV. Exactly. Love that Foo Fighters. Yeah, right. Love them. I wasn't even quite sure. What? Who that was. Oh, really? Shame well, on me. Well, you should. Shame on me. I will give you many CDs and tracks <laughs> to get okay. up to speed. It's my homework. <laughs> exactly. Um, this is the Rush After Show. I'm Yvonne Masonette, and I started a little too early, but that's okay. The music was playing. And <laughs> yeah, we today, can jam out yeah, to it not? for a little while. Yeah. No rush. <laughs> and, um, yeah, exactly. Um, I am here with J.B. Zimmerman. And this episode was another fun-filled episode. I yeah, have to say. I am a big fan of this show. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm hooked now. I like it. I said that from you know from day one, but it seems to be getting better and better. Yeah, I mean, as things sort of unravel, uh, we learn more and more. We got a, an okay. intro into what sort of happened with Rush and why he is in the place where exactly. he is. Exactly, and, and that's what we've been wanting to know. We've known, you know, so it's kind of exciting to see that unfold. Exactly. Um, I mean, we made some predictions and stuff, and it's nice to see this story sort of take shape. Yeah. Still a lot of questions, which we'll get into, you, and obviously. we have to have the questions. That's of course. The whole, that's what of makes, course. you know. Um, it's funny because it starts off, and, you know, Rush is at a party, and there's this scene, and you're like, what is going on? Like, he's being questioned by some cop, and, you know, and it turns out she was a stripper. And he's of having course. fun. And, you know, Classic Rush. Yes. <laughs> and it sets it up because he, he's just living this life and he's getting paid. He made 50000 that night to basically he was doing drugs. He was partying with women. And then they have a guy there who's, you know, he's like, I'm about to get married. You can't let me die. You know, he's on his third wife. And he gives the guy some cocktail. He has him snort something. And, you know, he's good. He's like, snort this. I give him a, a shot. And that was that. And then he leaves and he made $50,000. Not a bad night at all. Not too shabby. And this is kind of like, I think he's even realizing, like, I'm making money because he has this business card and he hands the guy the business card and it just has his number. And, you know, the guy's like, well, how do do I know who I'm going to call? And before he leaves, the stripper hands him a card and that card just has a phone number also. And he doesn't like that. Right. Exactly. It's it's sort of a fun mirroring where he thinks he's so cool being like, oh, I'll, I'll give this to you and you you'll know who it is because right. it doesn't have a name on it. Um, but then he sort of gets a taste of his own medicine, right. and he's so like, to speak. Oh, strippers do this. So exactly. He's like, ew, yes. Yeah, he's like, maybe I'm not so cool after all. Yeah, not, like, <laughs> not so cool, especially for a doctor. Yeah, so he's a doctor, and he's like, okay, maybe I need to step up my game. So he tells Eve right away, I need new business cards, you know, because, you know. Yeah, exactly. Not a good look. Not <laughs> the, a good look. The stripper. <laughs> I mean, because his car could easily be mistaken with uh, strippers. I mean, yeah. there's very little difference. She had like little, um, looks like little, fancy like fancy decorations, uh, 
Yeah, like some type but of I picture. I thought the card is cool. If you ask me, I think just the phone number was kind of cool. I mean, right. I mean, it's pretty badass, but at yeah. the same time, it, it's a little strippery. And he needs it to be because what he's doing isn't necessarily legal, is it? I mean, um, skirting on probably the edges. a gray area. I'm not an yeah. expert in the concierge doctor realm, <laughs> right. but yeah, I mean, uh, he does have a license, so I don't know what that means, like where yeah. you can practice. Uh, I, I guess it's not illegal. He's just doing things. For people, I mean, right? I mean, and you know, when you're in pu- whenever you're in public, you know, is there a doctor in the house? I feel like yeah. that, like helping people uh, by using your own knowledge yeah. and, and sort of expertise. So maybe is, his name isn't such a bad thing. I was thinking it was kind of cool to have the number, right? And, and we'll get to that later when he finally gets his card because you know throughout the show he keeps asking for his card and it's this big thing, you know, getting his new cards exactly. Um, but then we have, you know, last episode, you know, Alex said to Rush, call your dad. I need help because he's in trouble. And I guess, you know, Rush is taking his sweet time. Although, don't you remember in the last episode, he picked up the phone, but I guess maybe he wasn't calling his dad at the end of the last episode. I thought he called his dad. But anyways, um, Laurel is like, Laurel, Alex's wife, barges in and she's like, Rush, you need to call your dad. Make right. it happen. Um, interesting. I know now that there are different characters. For a second, though, when Laurel came in, I thought it was Eve. I mean, they, they have a similar look. The dark hair. Right. Yeah. Um, obviously, both of them are, are stunning. Right. Um, but, yeah, it was interesting because they, they chose, like, two actresses that sort of have a similar yeah. Um, I mean, going forward, you can notice well, you know, many same, differences. When, when she first walked in, I wasn't sure either. Right. Like, Who is this? And it took me a minute. And he said Laurel. And even then, I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Alex's wife. Once right. She started talking. Well, yeah. And then later in the episode, this sort of brought yeah. her back. Yeah. Um, she's She got a little more play. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, obviously, Alex and Rush go way back to, to school. I yeah. wonder, because Laurel does seem sort of like a hard character. Um if she has a past with Rush, maybe if she and Alex were dating so, back in the same school or, or something, it seems like she, I mean, she had a very aggressive. Yeah, she has some history with him. Right, and we exactly. we don't know if it's just that, you know, that's her husband's best friend and he's constant trouble for her, you know, because of what her husband ends up getting himself into right. all the time. Or maybe there's something else. So, um, so she kind of strong arms him and it was funny because he was like, he was pretending to fall asleep. He had just taken. He told her he just took an Ambien, but he just took some snorted some coke. So right. Well, yeah. Ambien. I mean, we didn't see. I mean, it's hard to tell like what what your you don't snort Ambien, do you? Well, you can. That's that's. <laughs> I would love to talk about this actually. I mean, not that I'm an expert in you snorting could am, Ambien. Crush up an Ambien. But right. Yeah. I mean, any I any pill like that you can ingest that way. Oh. And um, for I mean, obviously, I don't think. Certain drugs like work as intended right. that way, but I know in, in general it's like a faster way to to uptake the the chemicals. Oh, so he may have just snorted an Ambien. That's right, funny, right, exactly. So before he goes, he's like, you know, I just took an Ambien, and he's like, so I'm about to fall asleep, and he was like, if I'll call my dad if you tell Sarah what I did because I did something good. Right. She's like, Sarah has nothing to do with this. And he's like, tell her, and then he counts down, like, as he's about to fall asleep, and then he pretends to fall asleep, which I thought was very funny, because then, you know, he wasn't really sleeping. He's, right. He's funny. He's a sense of humor. Um, and, yeah. yeah. Well, no, I was just going to say, it's, it's interesting about the snorting. Like, say, Ambien is something that's not that threatening. I mean, like, say, 
you can't can't sleep and your mom gives you an Ambien, you're not going to be like, oh, God, I'm taking drugs. Oh, I guess, yeah. Well, like, it seems like Tylenol. Like, it's not like Tylenol PM, is it? Isn't it like... Right, I mean, it... It's similar to Tylenol PM. It's a lot stronger. You know That's so why much it's a about Ambien. Ambien? Well, no. I just know what it is. I mean, you watch the commercials with right, the, right. the rolling. <laughs> I hills. thought it was like a strong, like no, no drug, but maybe it's like Tylenol. Well, no, PM. I think yeah, like Lunesta. That, I mean, right. I think it's it's one that's abused, and that's why it's okay. sort of got a stigma. Um, but I'm just saying, in general, like the like things that are prescribed right. that we like pharmaceuticals, we sort of associate. As as like stronger Tylenol, which kind of dumbs them down a little bit, right? Um, and it's interesting, just like the way that you take them can make them seem like more or less sketchy uh, in in a oh. way. Like, for instance, if someone was uh, like had trouble sleeping and was prescribed Ambien, and they were just like right. eating them and swallowing <laughs> it with water. Right. No red flags. Oh, but snorting. It, yeah, it. if they were like crushing him up and so we'll like, have to doing see, lines of maybe them. Maybe he's crushing up all kinds of different things. We have no idea. What, I'm just assuming it's cocaine. Who knows? He could just be right. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like just like the, yeah. in, the way you ingest it, it makes it changes the game completely. Right. Which is interesting because it, it could technically not be that bad, but it's just it's a very like druggy way to do it i guess yeah maybe that's how he did maybe he snorts everything maybe i mean he must have just a lot of boogers (laughs) i guess snorts everything so anyways that was the little thing so he's he's like i'm gonna call my dad you're gonna tell sarah i did something good and then we get a phone call um from max zarella he's in the psych ward he's an actor he's i guess maybe a has-been actor he's in the psych ward and he's been put in on a 5150, which is an involuntary hold. And they do that if you say you're going to kill yourself. So he said it on set. And, and that... He may have. It just he made me have. think of something with the director. But we'll get back to that. But um, so, you know, and he's telling Rush, like, come on, you got to get me out of here. And he's like, are you on your meds? So he knows him. They're obviously friends. He's like, you got to get me out of here. He was in the middle of filming a movie. And he got... I guess he said he was going to kill himself, and they put him in. The yeah, war. almost. Uh, he apparently had one more scene to do. Yeah, and... one more scene. He gets thrown in, and he's like, I'm like John Travolta right before Pulp Fiction. Exactly. And I thought that was great. I'm like, okay, we got you. Just, okay. You're on the brink. Boom. <laughs> I know exactly back. where you are. Exactly. <laughs> and um, so then, you know, he takes him. He's like, fine. He begs him to bail him out. He's like, I'll give you ten, not bail him, you know, check him out because he's a doctor. I'll give you ten grand. And the guy's like in a robe with his butt hanging out completely naked. Not, you know, naked right. underneath is kind of funny. And um, then they're, you know, he's like, okay, fine. He thinks that's it. But then he gets a call from the agent and the agent's like, you need to keep him and I'll pay you 25000 but he can't come right now. You need to keep him till the end of the day. Right. Well, it's interesting because Rush um, sort of signed him out on the pretense that he had this plan and he was going to take him to his manager. Straight to the manager. And then first thing that happens, Max... And his manager His manager ways. dumps him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And his manager dumps him, and then the agent's like, you need to keep him and bring him at the end of the day for the final scene. Right. So now Rush is stuck with Max for the day, and he still has and He's got to sort of play a babysitter. Yeah. Which is interesting, because I feel like he plays that role a lot. Um, I mean, as a doctor, you're sort of a caretaker in general. Right. But it's interesting to see Rush's character, who's sort of a badass, like, solo, like, lone wolf. Right have to constantly carry for people. And it's it sort of throws a wrench into his whole and machine. And it's kind of weird because although he seems like a loner, he's kind of good at caring for people because although he messes up with Sarah, he does care. He's good with Eve. I, I would say he's pretty good with Eve. He might, you know, 
abuse her a little in some ways, right. you know, having her do everything. But um, and he was pretty good with Max too, and I, I kind of liked to see that, you know, like he um, the way he dealt with Max was pretty kind, calm. He didn't really, you know, freak out. He's kind of like a big brother, would you say? Right. Like, yeah, very big brother. Very like. Like a really, really chill dad. Yeah, I don't even. Yeah, it's like more. I guess more of a of a brother than yeah. a, than a dad. Maybe like a half brother who's playing <laughs> a dad that. role. Yeah, big big brother, like ten right. year older brother, because he he totally looked out for him. But they had fun together, and um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. And then they get called to the token house, which is like kind of maybe like Soho house, but maybe even fancier. Um, fancy like private. Yeah, private club, club, basically. Yeah. Um, with uh, masseuses, obviously. Masseuses. Yes, exactly. And the masseuse has pink eye. And they're like, oh, you know, it's because pink eye. And he's like, pink eye, it's not an emergency. And he's like, just come. And pink eye turns out to be gonorrhea. So there's gonorrhea going through the token house. Yeah, with, not like, a good thing to <laughs> have about the business. <laughs> all over. Like, I don't know how many masseuses, but they've got all got... Gonorrhea, and it was kind of funny because Douglas Russell, I guess he's the owner of the club, is the guy who called him in. He's like, you know, at the end, you know, uh, Rush is like giving them, you know, shots for their gonorrhea, and he has to have them drop their underwear and all. You know, what a fun job for him, I guess. Right. <laughs> but um, then it turns out Douglas, he's like, you drop your pants now because we need to find out who the host is, and it was him. And he's like, I'm a married man. He's like, well, all these women seem to think they're your only girlfriend. Right. So, yeah, he sort of went from the end and, and kind of went backwards and figured it out, which is yeah. cool. Um, because I like when they do sort of throw like an extra twist at the end. It makes me feel like Rush's character is smarter than the yes. audience. You know, like yeah. he's a step ahead. And he's figured out something that, like, we're not even really thinking about. Yeah. I mean, um... Because he had to go and come back because he's like, you need to round up all the other girls, you know? And then he's like, it's gonorrhea. And then in the lobby, you know, uh, Max was talking to one of the girls. And he's like, yo, don't interrupt me. You know, I'm talking. He's, he's like, like, no, you... believe me, you're better off. <laughs> you need to come. <laughs> you don't want to mess yeah. with that. So... Yeah, there is a situation. <laughs> no good. No <laughs> Abandon go. ship. So that was funny, and then he went back and kind of had all those girls lined up. How many were there? Like, There were quite a few. I mean, there's probably like 10 in the hallway. They shot it in a way, so it seemed like a bunch more. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he did notice um, a second of the manager and one of the girls, the the first girl he looked at. Right, that close moment. Right, exactly. And, and at the time, I... I, I noticed it, but I didn't think anything of it, really. I, I guess I thought more about him in, in that one particular. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, you don't really get that until the very end, you know, what that little moment was Right, about, exactly. You know? But it's nice how they sort of plant these little seeds. So at the end with the payoff where he's like, no, actually, I know that it's you. <laughs> you're the like, host. Let's not <laughs> he's like, play games. Yeah. It's you. <laughs> Drop your pants, <laughs> and you probably want to get your wife checked, too. And he's like, right. no, me, why me? Never. And it's like, no, it's you. Yeah, just I'm a doctor. And then he drops his to... pants and he's like, you know, with his butt out and getting a shot and he's offering Rush. So to keep this quiet, can I give you six month membership? And how about a year? And he's like, no, this place is not necessary. Yeah, not my as, not my scene. Yeah. And then, you know, as Rush is leaving, there's the mystery man who we don't know who this guy is. He's from Eve's past and he is um, 
obviously he's upset. Rush seems upset to see him. You know, the guy's asking, how's Eve doing? And then later when Eve brings the medication back to the toucan house, is that what it's called? Yeah. The token house. Yeah. The token, the token house. Um, you know, she runs into him and he, whatever he did to her, he was apologizing to her. We do not know who this guy is, but she's very upset. Like, cause when he tried to touch her, she pulled back and right. Exactly. I mean, we, he mentioned the first thing he said was like when we worked together. So obviously they had a sort of similar relationship with Rush as Rush and Eve. Um, unclear if it was in the same profession, like the doctor yeah. thing. I mean, it would make sense that they would, they when, would have been. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it, it, how she responded made it sort of confirm that. Um, they had more than that relationship. Because he said work, and she's like, work together. Right. So, But I can't even imagine what... I can't even begin to try to uh, figure out what that was about. Exactly. Can you? I, I mean, mean my, yeah, my guess is that it's similar. Like, he might be a doctor or something like that, where she was his assistant. They got into a romantic relationship. And I think that he was doing, like, basically a Rush clone, you know, partying all the time got out of control and he, and he yeah i think he abused her in some way like some, physically yeah because she i mean just the way she reacted was like so it was like, serious do whatever not happened touch me. Was like, like yeah. we are not cool yeah and and his apology was like she never wants to see him again right and he's he mentioned he's in a program and you know sort of getting better um alcohol alcoholics anonymous right seemed to, to be the steps he was going through he was on step seven was it or nine step nine to go make nine yeah the reconciliation you... of course yes um so then you don't even know if it's sincere well i guess it is sincere but you have to do that as part of your as part of your program right so it's just kind of something he had to go do exactly would he have done that probably not i mean it seems like he is getting a lot of out of the yeah. program Granted, we don't know who he is no at idea. all or Did what they, he's I don't done. think they even said his name. He's the mystery man yeah. right now. So that'll be an interesting development. Exactly. And um, so then, you know, they're leaving the token house and the paparazzi swarms um, Max. And, you know, Rush is like, oh, get back. I'm his doctor. You know, yeah, I love the running line of he's exhausted. He's exhausted. Yeah, he's he's exhausted. like, oh, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm just exhausted. Yeah. I'm not crazy. That was really funny. And um, the phone rings, of course, and it's his dad. So what does he do? He takes the call with all the mad noise in the background. His dad's like, what's with the noise? You know, we're supposed to meet up. And he's like, OK, my place for dinner at seven. And uh, is this before he knows? Because then he knows he has Max. He has to take Max to meet the director. But so he doesn't really know he's going to keep him all the way till the end, you know. But then there's another wrench thrown in a plan because he thought he was going to bring him at a certain time. And then they call. No, you have to take him to meet the director because Max needs to apologize to the director. Right. Before he can get back on set, yes. which is why Rush is, is babysitting him yes. this whole time. Yes. So, I mean, Rush tried to mediate the whole thing. It didn't seem to go well, though. I'm surprised that the way that it sort of was handled led to them being okay. I mean, he started breaking up the fight between them. And then when the director sort of made a lash out at, at rush, he was not having yeah, it. Yeah. I kind of like that. Cause I didn't really see the director at first, you know, he was like, he's an ass or whatever. And I was like, I don't really know what's going on to make this director so right. mad at max. And, you know, he's from Iceland and he's doing this American film, I guess, or a film in America. And, and Max is threatening, you know, by him not finishing, you know, he's risking this director's career. And Rush is the one who's like, well, you need Max more than he needs you because 
they, you know, because the director's like, they gave me all this money, you know, not you, me. And then it was kind of cool when Rush got pissed off and kind of. Right, yeah, just sort of, like, brought the reality back to the situation. It was like, you guys need to check yourselves, finish this up. And this this anger, we don't really know exactly what happened between the director. Right. And And it's true. I mean, they're both artists, the director and the the actor, so it's natural for them to clash somewhat on on the vision if it's – I mean, they both have opposing views, so I'm sure that happens a lot. I guess. Um, But yeah. Exactly, exactly. And then I'm like, okay, he wants him to apologize for what? We never got that. You know, maybe, who knows, maybe that's coming next. I think it's over, that whole part. But we never really got why. But what I kind of think is, you know, the director, maybe he put him in there or something. Like, because, you know, he said he had to kill himself in this part of the scene. And anyways, right. so I guess we can get to that part. But I guess we should take a quick moment to, you know, thank... uh the viewers for absolutely yeah That's, definitely thank you guys yeah keep watching us and thank you for you know downloading on itunes and watching the show absolutely please if you like the show rate and review it um that's how we keep the lights on here and and we can keep bringing free content to you guys that way yes and we love doing it so definitely, yeah um so I think, okay, so Max goes on the ledge. So, Doc, you know, Rush is, Dr. Rush is ready to go, and he goes and he looks and he sees Max on the ledge about to jump. And mind you, his dad did just call and say, okay, my house at seven. So now he has to get Max back to, to the well, Yeah, yeah. I mean, first he's got to <laughs> grab him from committing yeah, suicide. Yeah, so he's got to, and he has to meet his dad, and that's pretty important because he's going to help his friend. So he's like, you know, yeah, we gotta go. Watch, like, like, A, don't kill yourself. B, <laughs> not now. We, yeah, this is the worst time. <laughs> you, you can't. He even said, he's like, man, I have to be somewhere. Yeah. And so, <laughs> anyway. really <laughs> cutting in my plans. You trying to kill yourself. So here. funny. Cut and, it out. and so that scene when he's hanging on the ledge, I think I can fly and, you know, I'm gonna learn to fly. And he gets him off, he carries and pulls him off. And then when Max gets off the ledge, he acts like nothing happened. He's like, let's go. Let's yeah, he's like, oh, you're late. Let's go. Yeah, throws him his bag and come on. And that was kind of funny. Like, you. Right. I mean, I was kind of thrown by that. I was like, whoa, he like switched so fast. I mean, then we learned that he's bipolar and those that's the medication he should have been taking. Right. Um, because he's an artist and, and wants to get into his roles. He doesn't like doing that because... Uh, he feels he can't be a good actor when he's on the meds. Right. He said he's too flat. He's- exactly. I think the line was um, he's like... One reviewer said he was like Keanu Reeves after a lobotomy. <laughs> that's another oh, one where you're like, we got yeah, you there. Just, okay. <laughs> okay, so don't take your meds. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't take your meds while acting. So I thought that was pretty funny. And so, yeah, his reaction after that was crazy because you're like, you know, this is pretty, you know, serious. You almost jumped off the ledge and then you hop off, you know, and yeah, nothing just ever happened. 180. There's that bipolar, I guess. Who knows? But, um, so then he has to get to his dad's house and now he has to babysit Max. So he, he stops over to see his drug dealer in Brentwood. His of drug course, dealer is yeah, like, has to get high before yeah. he sees his dad. Yeah. And he's like, why are you meeting me? Why do you have me meeting you here in Brentwood? It's not a safe place for me to meet and, you know, do drugs. I guess Brentwood maybe can get caught easier. And then, well, yeah, the neighborhood watch, I imagine yeah. is pretty. A lot of housewives, tough. a lot of people. You would think Brentwood would be, would be a safe place to sell drugs, actually, because. Who's looking for that? And Brentwood, you know what I mean? It was kind of weird that he feels. I I would think that's a place you can just. I don't know. I feel like within those super nice neighborhoods, there are always like people looking for people. Maybe who don't yeah. Belong. Maybe there's yeah. Exactly. I, I mean, 
that's why probably a lot of cops too. I mean, in the Maybe. nicer neighborhoods, there's not as much crime, so the cops have less to do. They could be just oh, circling that's, the that's block. That's a good point because I would just think they'd be like, whatever. But you're right. If they see some guys in a car, it'd be weird to them. Whereas in right. the city, it's just like everyone's doing weird stuff. <laughs> yeah, just so, business as usual. So so Rush tries to actually push Max onto the drug dealer. Like, can you babysit him? You know, I have to go see my dad. Can he hang with you? And I'll pay you 5000 He's like, man, I'm going to make 10000 where I'm going. He's like, but I really need you. He's like, no, people rely on me. I can't be late because he's right. a drug dealer. You can't stand a very up. successful one 10, 10 grand that's and pretty it looks good like um he's starting to do really well because he's 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 turning down the five grand no i have to be somewhere and he's re- he's trying to be reliable he's kind of doing the same thing you know with his drug yeah he's a very business oriented yes. drug dealer yes and so i thought that was kind of cool it's like a little moment like oh this guy isn't just some chump like he's also making big cash and so he can't babysit yeah i i it's hard for me to take him um, seriously in yeah. sort of other roles just because I always see him as Spanish <laughs> from old school. Oh, old school. I love old school. I watch um, this. I but yeah, I mean, yeah. he can pull it off. It's just I love that movie so much. I've seen it I so many too. times. I, I just that. see, I just want to scream so Spanish every time. You can't shake it. <laughs> I cannot shake it. Um, so then he's like, you know, I guess he's, he tells Rush, you know, you're my, you're not my best um, client, yeah. you're my favorite, but you are not my best client. Right. I mean, which I, you know, sort of agree with. Rush in a few episodes back said, I kept saying, like, don't charge me. Like, right. Um, granted, he got him out of a jam. He did. Pretty bad. So <laughs> I think there's a give and take. I feel like they're, they're more friends. Kind of, yeah. With benefits, I guess, if you can say that. I mean, it's they not, the, each not the same up. thing. Yeah, but. they give each other breaks. And right. It's cool. It seems if it stays that way, it'll be cool. And hopefully he won't call in another big favor like that one because, you know. But he didn't watch his friend for him. He yeah, exactly. I was like, aren't you going to call your card? You know, you owe me. <laughs> but he didn't. So, um, so it looks like he's going to have to take Max with him to dinner with his dad. So he just tells Max, he's like, don't say anything. Just be calm, be cool. And what I thought was really cool is, you know, Max is crazy, you know, going back and forth. You don't know, but he behaved himself at dinner. Did you notice that? Like He did. He was ve- he was very polite. And he was, uh, you know, acting crazy throughout everything. But when he went to, you know, Rush's dad's house, Mr. Warren Rush, he totally behaved. Yeah, he had the nicest manners. He was very polite to um, yep. both hosts. I mean, especially, um, I guess Corrine. it's, yeah, I guess it's his stepmom. Yeah, the young, um, new young wife, I'm assuming, you know, second right. family. And it's interesting that it seemed like they had not met yet. Yeah. I mean, later we we figure out that they have a kid together, so Rush has a half-sister, um, but she doesn't know about him. Yeah, because Karina's like, you know, Rush, it's really great to meet you. And he's like, really? So right. obviously whatever happened between him and his dad was a few years ago. And it was pretty serious. Yeah, six, I think six they may have mentioned. Ago. Yeah. So, you know, in the meantime, that little girl looked about six, right? Right. I mean, so, yeah. As She could like be that. a six. She could yeah. pass a six. She could pass a six. So, you know, they sit down and, and it's funny because Rush's dad, Warren feels, whatever it is, he feels like his son was wrong. Something happened in the ER and he threw his son out. And Rush was like, I was the best doctor there and you ambushed me and you got me out, but I was the best doctor on the floor. Right. And his dad was like, but you weren't. So maybe he was high. Yeah. I mean, that's my guess is that he was just classic rush on sort of a cocktail of drugs, but still 
performing, to, I mean, to Russia's standards. Right. Um, I assume that something catastrophic happened where, where people were rushed into the hospital. He tried to save them, and I think... I can again can only assume that lives were lost, and that's why so there why, was some if, review, and and right. they found out that he was high, even though he was good enough or not good enough, I guess he was capable. very yeah, very capable. So do you it's think still, his dad like like it sounds like okay, the dad feels like I did what I had to do, but maybe the dad threw him out, and lives were lost because of that. Because this is what I'm thinking. Rush is also angry. It's not just the dad. Rush is pissed that his dad threw him out. And, you know, this is conjecture because I don't really know what occurred. But I'm just thinking that if the dad threw him out, but maybe lives were lost because of that or, you know, how each person views it. Because maybe the dad's like, you're high. Get out of here. And he's like, but people need their lives saved. So it could go either way. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, he could have, like, if a crisis like that was happening and the dad found out or something, like, saw his pupils, was like, you're high, get out of here. And then they were short-staffed, and because of that, people people died or something. Um, yeah, very Would interesting. I wonder if I was the dad. Yeah. Ooh. If you just noticed your, you know, he was high, possibly, but he was doing his job. I mean, that's a tough situation, right? Tough situation. I mean, depend, I've, I don't know. I, it would depend on, on being there. I feel like... It's irresponsible for for him to know that um, some like a doctor is obviously inebriated right. and handling people's health. I feel like that's that's just irresponsible. Yeah. At the same time, I think Rush could handle it. Like as a personally, right. I think Rush is good enough. He's always high. right. Exactly. <laughs> he, <laughs> he can do it. He yeah. can. He lives on on right. He's on, never not high. If he exactly. wasn't high, then you need to kick him out because then he probably wouldn't be able to function. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's tricky, and it depends, like, how many people were there. And, you know, but I guess at the end of the day, the moral thing to do would not, I mean, operate someone's life is in the hands of someone who's high. So maybe neither of them are, I mean, Rush would be probably to, to right. blame. <laughs> right, but at the same time, it seemed like the dad just straight up threw him out and sort of excommunicated him. Where, I mean, even if the right call was to, like, that night to be like, you know, like, you have to leave or something, he should have gotten him help or, or he shouldn't have just cut off ties. Yeah. Especially to the point of not letting his family know that he exists. That's I mean, that, they, the little girl comes yeah. out and she's like, Daddy, who is this? And he's like... This yeah, just a friend. friend. Yeah, it's your brother. And like, he's treating, basically, he's treating his son like a street drug addict. You know, like the kind that come and steal. I mean, he's a functioning right. drug addict and he's treating him, not that he should or shouldn't, I'm not going to say, but he's treating him like he's a derelict or he's like. Right. I mean, he's basically dead up. to his dad. Like, yeah. In. Very, I'm very close to just being like, you don't exist. To so me. do you think. From what you see that the dad is an ass and he's wrong? Or do you think that he has every right to expect his son to, you know... I mean, I think it's shades of gray. I think they're both very stubborn. And so that's why they haven't really been able to work this out. Um, Not knowing the full details of what happened, it's hard to pick sides. But I think they were both sort of in the wrong. Rush probably screwed up by... You know, being rushed right. and, and partying right. when this he should have been working. Um, but at the same time, it, the dad seems super cold and, and not willing to 
not even hear it. Exactly. I'm not sure what happened to Rush's mom, too. So that may be part of it. I don't know. It's a big backstory. Right, yeah. And then he tells the story how he knew Rush was going to be a doctor because he had cut himself in the shed and he was in there stitching himself up and how precise he was. And um, that's, you know, Warren is saying, this is how I knew he was going to be a doctor. It's because he cut his hand and he stitched himself up. And it was interesting, but the dad was throwing jabs at him. and, And basically, finally, Rush is like, look, I'm here because I asked Alex to do something for me. And the dad's like, well, I'm very fond of Alex. And then he was like, you know, I asked him to do something for me and it was against, you know, the rules and now his job is on the line. And then dad is like, well, I love Alex, but if he chose to do something unethical, then I'm sorry, I can't help him. The answer is no. And that's right. like. And he, he said not just unethical, but unethical to help you. Yeah. Like, so it's it's weird because for a normal parent, if that was the case, if if their friend did something unethical just by themselves that would mean less than if, you know, that should be a reason to help because right. it was going back to Rush. Like, it was a favor to your son. Right. That's why he's in trouble. And like it was ultimately to help someone who needed blood. I mean, right. It wasn't like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're not killing babies here. They're saving <laughs> they're lives. Saving lives. <laughs> doesn't matter how you're saving them. You're saving them. Legally, illegally, if there's such thing as saving a life, you know, and you steal blood. I mean, we saved a life. Exactly. I mean, it's, I don't know, it's it's an interesting thing. I, I don't know how much the dad was not willing to do it just because of not wanting to give in to Rush and, and sort of teach him a lesson. Um, but yeah, he just seems like a very hard person to yeah, please. And I'm thinking as the story develops, he's gonna, he probably has some reason. There's something where the dad has some reason. He's probably not as ice cold as he seems. Right. But ultimately he tells Rush no. Um, you know, Rush is hurt. You can tell he's hurt that his sis, he can't say that I'm your brother to the little girl. Her name's Lily. And, um, you know, and then the dad, he was like, I can't believe she doesn't know that she has a brother. And he's like, well, I was gonna tell her tonight. But I guess he was expecting his son to come say, I'm sorry, Dad. And he was like, but I'm not. And and then he realized his son was high. He said, but in the state you're in, you know, he brings his high ex-actor friend or, you know, has-been friend. And they're both high, and the dad can see this, clearly. So he's like, I was going to tell her, but not in the state you're in. So, you know, he probably has some reason, you know. As a dad, your kid's on drugs. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting that he noticed... That Rush was high. I mean, granted, Rush did, like, a cocktail of drugs. <laughs> right. At least three that we saw. Um, but he was so aware of that. And Rush, when he was leaving, sort of, like, stuck it to him and said, you know, well, you should look at your wife. Like, she's probably on Adderall. She's right, She didn't right. eat anything. Like, blah, blah, blah. She didn't touch her food. Exactly. Um, and so it's interesting that he was sort of like, oh, yeah, I'm... He's overlooking that, and it seems like for his relationship with Rush, he either keeps him at, like, a way higher standard or something. Is There's some yeah. relationship there that he, he's sort of blinded to the, to the rest of, of the world in yeah. reality. And it'd be nice to see how this whole thing develops. I'm curious because there's, there's a lot more. So anyways, he tells his son no, which is a big blow because, you know, he asked Alex to put his neck on the line, and now it looks like he's going to lose his job. And then he goes to tell him, you know, like, oh, God, I'm sorry, Alex. 
um, my dad said no. He's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Your dad made a phone call and got my job back, you know? And that was kind of a funny moment. Yeah, that was a surprise. Why do you think the dad changed his mind? Well, I think mainly because he likes Alex. And maybe that's a little, just a little showing a little softness that he cares. But I kind of think he did it for Alex. You know, like, he's not a complete ass, I guess. That's that's what that comes down to. I don't know. Right. Do you think that the Adderall comment at the end that Rush said influenced it at all? You know, that's a good point. And, it, and maybe it did, like, okay, maybe I'm not perfect either. Like, your life, you know, you're looking at me to be right. this perfect kid. You know, he's disappointed that his son doesn't have a practice. You know, when he first got to the house, where's your practice? Where do you live? Oh, you live in a hotel. So where's your practice? He's like, you know, it's kind of everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I take it on the road. And he didn't like that. So I think that um, maybe that comment did did kind of make him go, look, you know, I'm looking inside like I'm not perfect either. None of us are. Alex isn't perfect. Let me make the call. It's an easy thing. And it yeah. also lets us know that he's not a complete dick. He, he's. Exactly. He's, there is some heart in, some heart inside. Somewhere deep, deep down inside. And I have a feeling he's not going to be such a bad guy after all. I think he's just he wants the best for his son. And maybe he's trying to play hardball with him because he wants the best for him. And you can't always do what your parents want. That's another thing. You know, he's he's doing what he wants. And that happens. Absolutely. I mean, it, there's so many parents that sort of set these almost impossible yes. level like expectations and, you know, they put so much pressure on their kids when they don't perform or they want to go in, in a different direction. You know, that can be really tough. Yeah. And um, he's definitely playing that role super hardcore. But it, yeah. it's interesting to see that little spark of something else. Like he did that unexpected move and did call pretty much right away because he went – it seemed like – Right away. Right to – it was right after, bar. and we we also have to talk about this. Is I think he did it right after he got rid of Max. <laughs> he took Max to go shoot his final scene. He gets him there on time. Max is nervous, and that was kind of cool because they spent the whole day together. He gets him on the set, and you know Max wants to turn around. He's like, "Come on, man, how about I stay with you? You know, you do your scene." And he does the scene. And the funny thing is, the scene he does is a scene of him about to jump off a ledge. And he's doing the same thing he did when he was really going to jump off the ledge with Rush, and Rush was laughing. Yeah, so just he like, was like, oh god, practicing. I didn't know. Maybe he wasn't really gonna jump. No, yeah, I think a hundred percent um not necessarily practicing, but getting the the in real the emotions. Yeah, like the method acting of getting in the moment. Um, which is really cool. I mean, it was great to see sort of again, something I didn't notice while watching it during. Right. But when they sort of went back, it was a cool moment of like, oh, like there's like another layer that we are just revealed now. That was brilliant. I thought it was brilliant because I loved that that scene. And then that kind of explains why he just hopped over the ledge. Right, like, exactly. Oh, let's go, man. He's like, I'm good. I think I got my character now. I think yeah. I know what it's like to almost jump off the ledge. He was getting in character, and maybe he is really on the brink of his comeback because he killed that scene. He did it. It was very realistic. He nailed it. The director was happy. And then... Yeah, I mean, everybody was, like, applauding. They're yeah. like, yes, but we... Then, Oscar. <laughs> Oscar, he's back. You know, give him an Oscar. But then he punches the director out in the end. And I still don't understand what the hell for. What did the director do to him? He was a dick, but did he need to be punched? 
Um, well, yes and no. I mean, they they say he's an asshole. Obviously, this is the only episode we, we've seen with him. Right. But it seems like he's that type where it's when it's bad, it's all your fault. But when it's good, it's, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's I thank it's God I, I led you to that place. I guess so, yeah. Um, so it's more like we're we're done, but you just – right. This is how I he's feel. He's like, I'm right amazing. Now. I did a great job, everyone. Because <laughs> yeah. oh, he said we, and he's like, we. Yeah, like, that exactly. Was all me. So he nailed the scene, and um, I thought that was really pretty cool. Just the way that whole thing developed, and then he goes and yeah, and they tied it back <laughs> when everybody was crowding around after the punch. He was like, oh yeah, he's he's exhausted. He's exhausted. That was so funny. <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. Like, <laughs> you know, that's a good excuse. You know, anytime you're feeling frustrated, you could just say that. Like, yeah, I'm gonna quote that all day now. I that's might use my that. go to. Can get angry. <laughs> I'm, exa- I'm exhausted. People, can, good way. Yeah, I'm exhausted. I'm ex- I'm sorry. No paparazzi. I'm exhausted. I'm two hours late to work. I'm pretty good out. Pretty good out. I think that might work, huh? He's exhausted. And then, um, so then it's funny because he drives him and then drops him back off at the psych ward. That was right. funny. He's like, Except that was that was good. You're, you should definitely be here, though. Yeah, he's like, That's this is where you need to be. Yeah. Take your meds, you know. But it was a really fun kind of day, actually, I when you look back. It was a kind of a fun day. It wasn't anything too, I mean, the gonorrhea girls. Yeah, I mean, party. it was. This was a fun day for him, right? Right. I mean, it was sort of lighter in terms of the intensity of yes. everything happening. Uh, I, we've seen him, you know, almost be killed. Um, but it was nice to sort of mix that up with some backstory and and yeah. some. The only oh, kind yeah. of serious Just thing was about his the dad characters, and, really yeah. character development. Yeah. So I guess we can get into predictions. Absolutely. Um, and now your after Buzz TV predictions. So what do you think? I mean, obviously we're gonna have to see the mystery man next episode, right? The Eve, the mystery man who came to apologize. Do you think there's going to be more to that? I mean, obviously there is, but what do you expect? Um, I, yeah, I don't know if we're going to see him next episode, but probably later in the season, he's going to come back and really start to sort of revive something. It, it seemed like too big of, of a thing. They, they had him meet Rush and then they had him meet Eve again, um, for us not to figure out what really happened. Yeah. So I wonder if they're going to ever use flashbacks or anything. I mean, we've sort of learned everything we know just as it unfolds, right. sort of guessing why, you know, the confrontations here and there. It's interesting to see because we did have one flashback that I remember, and that's when Rush was remembering his moment with Sarah. Oh, right. You know? So I'm curious. That's a good point. You know, will we have some flashbacks or how are we going to find out about that? And then I guess um, we'll see more. You know, Alex has his job back. He's the man again. Of course, he can quit chain smoking cigs in his garage which is nice so that'll be good and um so i guess we'll just have to see yeah i mean i definitely since this episode was sort of a backstory like quieter one you know i really think that the next few episodes might be ramping it up and and again another violent um, dangerous maybe something yeah more of a more of a hostile situation that he has to outthink his way out of 
Cool. Definitely. So, I mean, make sure to, you know, check us out, like us. And if you want to find us on social media, I am at Yvonne Masonette on Twitter. And you... I am at JB underscore Zimmerman on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for watching and catch us next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 